Welcome to Red Zone DFS. We got Vinny, we got Jimmy, and we got Joey. We're here for week six. We got a 10-game slate coming here on Sunday. We got big wins last weekend. Looking for more money this week. Listen to our picks because we have been crushing it. Jim, Vin, how are you feeling this week? Smaller slate. I feel a little bit better about it. Player pool's a little bit more condensed. I feel like uh, I feel like I have a pretty clear path uh, on where I like to go as far as my top stacks and everything. So I'm feeling pretty good. Well, that's not a good sign. Yeah, well, probably probably <laughs> the opposite will happen. But I feel good. Yeah, Jim, I, how are you feeling? I like this week um, on a smaller slate. Um, it gives me a better idea of where more people are going, um, so I can try to differentiate myself a little bit. Um, there's a couple of guys that are just severely mispriced this week that people don't seem to want to play, which I don't really understand. Um, so, I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into it here, but there's some limited options at certain positions and, and a lot of options at other positions. Right. So, I mean, I think, I think like I'll echo what Ben said, I get a pretty good idea in where I'm going right now. Just have to kind of do a little bit more research and, and see kind of where I'm going to lock that down at. And uh, but I think it's going to be a good slate um, this week. Got another yeah, London game, and, so we got a smaller slate. But yeah, and bye week start this week. It's mm-hmm. going to you know definitely narrow the pool down. But it being week six, we have five weeks of data, five weeks of watching these teams play, get different matchups. We got a better feel as the season goes on. We typically win more through the research we do and the games we watch, the amount of content we absorb. So onto that, let's uh, move on to quarterbacks. Vinny, since you have probably 18 of the 14 quarterbacks available this week, I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) I do not, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think if I'm sticking up top in that range, which is what we usually do, um, I'm going to go back to Lamar Jackson. Um, I know the Chargers have been pretty awesome defensively. Um, You know, they got got, you know, exposed a little bit by Cleveland uh, last week, but the biggest reason why I like it is, you know, we've seen the Chargers offense is going to absolutely push the ball, right? They're going to score. Um, and the Ravens defense is not good. You know, like that's that's yeah, one thing that's been proven through five weeks, right? So I love the fact that they're going to be in a positive game flow. We, You know, we're looking at here. Um, and I like the fact that the Ravens don't really have a running game, right? Like there is not another path for the Ravens to win this game or stay close in this game outside of Lamar Jackson. Um, and he showed last week on Monday night, you know, he can be dead in the water and have a terrible first half quarter, couple drives, whatever. But the dude is just so explosive. Like it doesn't take a lot for him to get rocking and rolling. And when he does, it's watch out. So I love this spot for him. Again, we always talk about, you know, concentrated offenses and, and weapons and things like that. And yeah. I mean, he's the definition of that. Right. So um, up top, that's my favorite. I like it, Jim, on to you. Uh, I saw that you wrote this guy up in the article. So I'll, I'll think I live, I'll leave him for you. Uh, I think my guy up top is going to be Herbert uh, on the other side of that game. Um, we just saw last week, right? Baltimore's defense is not the Baltimore defense of old. They're relatively slow. Um, they don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They blow a lot of coverages and just leave mm-hmm. guys wide open. Um, you know, a guy like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, I think that, 
you know, Austin Eckler. I really like the pieces that you can put together with Herbert. Um, there's some nice run back options on the other side. Obviously, like Vinny just said, we talked about it. Ravens have a really condensed offense, right? Marquise Brown seems to have put some stick on and can now catch the ball. <laughs> um, but no, I think Herbert is my guy that I would prefer over Lamar. Um, yeah. I think he's going to, you know, has a potential, you know, we've seen it already to throw for that, you know, large, large amount of yards and, you know, get up to that 35 to 40 point range. Um, and I think that's going to be another shootout. Um, yep. On the road, um, on another, you know, turf field, a fast track, uh, Herbert's my guy. Yep. I like that. Love it. Herbert's got all the positive stats. I don't like Baltimore's defense. They're injured. They're definitely in a spot to give up points. I like that a lot. And like you said, Vinny, the game flow of that game should be pretty heavy. So It should be it should be upbeat and, and firing on all cylinders on Sunday. So, yeah. yeah I hopefully our prediction is stronger than the San Diego-Cleveland game last week. So, hopefully our prediction yeah. is a little more correct there. No right, doubt. Where are you going back? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Mahomes up at 8,300. Um, I don't know. He's just getting a lot of shit in the media for, you know, being lackadaisical with the ball, throwing interceptions, not getting his wins. And, you know, he's got a high standard, but he's still leading the league in touchdowns. Yes. And the potatoes are not good on defense. They continue to try to rush for. They're trying to smother with seven. They're trying to smother everyone underneath. Yeah, they have a low completion percentage as a defense, but they give up deep balls like crazy because they're not getting the pressure that they need. Those corners are suffering because there's no pressure. The chief strength is throwing it downfield, and yeah. they're yes. going to get a handful of that this week. I can see Mahomes going 40-plus this week in DFS easily, and everyone that went by him because he's 8,300 is going to regret it. So if I'm going to go up high, I'm going to go all the way up to Mahomes. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, we've seen this the, the Washington scandals get absolutely smoked like left and right this this year, right? Like, I mean, Cordell Patterson and the Falcons took it to him, you know, to the final seconds for them to have to win that game. So yeah. the defense just isn't good, you know. So I, I'm with you. Like, you get one of the most explosive offenses in a game, they should roll. I mean, yeah. You should, you should be playing some Mahomes this week. Yeah, it's, it. It, it's it's too obvious. I honestly don't like the Kelsey matchup, and we'll talk about that later. But just because the way Washington does play their defense, like I said, they like to smother underneath. Over the top is where they're really, really susceptible. But yeah, I can still see Kelsey getting his two touchdowns, you know what I mean, and, and hurting us. But overall, I think it's Tyreek Hill's week to remind everyone why he's Tyreek Hill. So let's move down to the mid-range. Vinny, what do you got down there? We'll just go below Herbert. I'm going, uh, let's see, my boy Joey throat injury Burrow to bounce back here versus Detroit. Uh, BDSM I, I, Burrow. Joey, Joey Pipes. Yeah, BDSM I mean, he's, he's proven himself, I, I mean, to be one of the, the up-and-coming stars of this league. He's He is a really, really good quarterback. Uh, and he now has his full arsenal of weapons back. Um, I do somewhat like that Mixon's pretty banged up uh, because obviously that's just going to follow more more opportunities for him to have to throw. You know, Detroit's not a good team, but they're not like embarrassing either, right? Like they've lost on two fifty-yard final, you know, second yeah. kicks this year. Like they're not like embarrassing, right? So they're going to be like being able to score points and keep this game somewhat close, I believe. Um, and so I, 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 I think this game's pretty sneaky, actually, from both sides. But um, in this matchup, I, I just don't see how Burrow doesn't absolutely yeah. ever so, Detroit. So, Vinny, this is, my, this is my favorite game 
on the slate um, that I want to target. And the Lions, I know they're not giving up all these touchdowns the last three weeks. They've given up like 20 points a game or less, like 17, mm-hmm. 19, 20. And I don't know. They look pretty good. But if you start looking at their advanced passing stats on defense, it is horrendous. They are the worst yeah, team in the NFL. They got this guy, Aruwariri. He's their top guy at corner. He's one of the worst corners in the league. They got Parker, Price. Again, I don't know any of these guys. They ran out of rookie last week in Jacobs. I don't know who that guy is either, but they're all grading out below like 50% on PFF. The Lions are god-awful. Yes, they can get a little bit of a pass rush every now and again, but again, their secondary is so bad that I love the Burrow matchup. All of his receivers are healthy. Line they're healthy. And, and all three of those guys, there's no one on Detroit that can match up with either of them. So, None. you know, it'll None. be tough to kind of hone in. I mean, I have my guys who I I'm, I like and I'm going to go with, but this could be a 350, 400-yard game for Burrow on Sunday. Like, I, I'm I'm feeling really, really good about it. Yeah, if they put their foot so. on the gas like we hope they do, um, that should absolutely happen. Yeah. Jim, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go – I mean, I, I, I like Burrow. Um, I'll, I'm just going to preface this with that. He is my – favorite guy from this range. Yep. Um, but my second favorite guy would be Matt Stafford. Um, you bastard. They're sorry, <laughs> man. They're going, they're going East. Right. Um, this is just a team. They're playing the giants who are just terrible. I know that they're going to try and run the ball, but, but they're, they're also they're second they're, worst to the lions in every single advanced passing side on defense. It's pretty and no one seems to want to play Matt Stafford. Um, I mean, he's, he's not even, I mean, there's just, he's like less than 1% owned right now. And he has a ceiling projection of like 36 points. So like, okay. Like, you know, obviously I'm going to play some burrow, but I'm not going to play a hundred percent burrow. Um, I think Stafford's fantastic. I think there's some easy guys you can play him with. I think you could go right back to Cooper cup who has been very quiet the last week or two. Um, you know, we had, Robert Woods had that explosion game um, with the 10 catches for like 160 yards versus Seattle, but that's just not going to happen every week. Right? right. So I think you could pair him with him. You know, I think you could play the narrative where if you wanted to throw in just like a Van Jefferson in there, um, because you think they're going to kick the shit out of the lion or the giants and the van's probably just going to play the whole game. Think you could do that too if you wanted to go with a double stack, but I think I like Stafford for my guy, um, second to Burrow in the mid range. I like it, Joe. Because you took my guy, I'm gonna get a little bit weird here and probably go <laughs> against the narrative. This will be a quarterback I'm throwing in one lineup. Uh, it's Dak Prescott, it's going against the Patriots. You know, everyone's always scared of the Patriots defense and these, you know, the way the game is played and all this BS. The Pats have played the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Texans. Out of the three other four games, and <laughs> one game against Brady, and you know that prime time, super high emotional game. I don't know the Patriots. I feel like they can be exposed. Um, yeah, their stats look really good, but again, Dolphins, Jets, and Texans. There's those are the minor league football teams of the NFL, and Dak has proven that twenty points is his floor, and he can go way higher than that if they need to rely on throwing the ball. And if I'm going to bet on what's going to happen in this game. Belichick's going to try to shut down Zeke before he tries to shut down anything else. So I like Dak this week to get really sneaky, just one of those weird 1% quarterbacks in one lineup and kind of get a uh, a Cowboy stack going. Uh, I love it. I mean, my only, my only thing that I was looking at um, that is now changed and it's okay is the weather. Um, 
it was going to rain and had like a chance of rain, but now Sunday, you know, sunny and 10% chance of precipitation. Mid so we're looking good. You know, fire, fire that up all day long. Dak is one of those guys too, that has a sneaky upside to rush in a, a, a touchdown, right? Or maybe even two. So mm-hmm. I think he's a guy that you could pretend. I mean, I know you kind of want to probably stack him with at least Cooper, or maybe lamb, because let's just face it. The Patriots corners, and their DBs are just not very good this year. Yeah. Um, or even or even just like pair him with Schultz, just like a Dak and Schultz, and just kind of move on from there and hope mm-hmm. that maybe Dak gets one or two rushing touchdowns and snakes it away from Zeke. But I think it's a great call, Joe. Nice. Um, I'm not going to go through all this here because I feel like the pool is so small. But is there anyone down low you guys are eyeing? Oh, yeah. Jim, right, Jim go, go for it and see if you're on the same guy as I am. Well, he's not like super low. Well, no, I'll go with the real weird guy. The guy that's below six K guys, right? Yeah. So there's one guy at the top of the six K range, but I'll go with the guy that I think the only option is to play him by himself. But at fifty one hundred dollars, he projects out as the best point per dollar value on the slate, and that's Justin Fields. He's playing Whoa. Green Bay Packers. They've gotten away with this throw the ball eighteen to twenty times a game and be able to win. They're not going to be able to do that this week versus Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's it, he's fifty one hundred dollars. I don't think you can play him with anybody. You just play Justin Fields and kind of move on from there, and then you could kind of run it back with some of the Green Bay guys. I love Aaron Jones that are on a run back this week. Um, you know, I, I think, I think Mooney, that, Mooney would be my guy. I played with him. Yeah, right. He had a little bit of down week last week, but you know, Mooney, I feel like has a good rapport with Fields. Yeah, it, it, I think that's the one guy that if you're going to stack it, you do it just because of the price too, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, exactly. Mooney's pretty cheap, but he's going to be forced to have to to have to throw the ball a little bit this week, and I know they've tried to been protecting him from that. Um, but look, the Packers' defense is not very good either. Mm-hmm. Um, Jair Alexander, I don't think he's going to play again, and if he does, he's going to go mostly on Robinson, right? Yeah. So again. Mooney, but even just playing him by himself at $5,100 with a guy that has rushing upside that is running and is going to continue to run because he's a rookie. Um, you know, he's going to go through progression one, maybe get to progression two and then take off, right? He's not going to his third and fourth progression. Um, even though he probably would have the time for Green Bay, there's going to be a lot of room to run. So he's my weird guy below 6,000. Nice. Joe, do you have anyone down there? If, if I'm going to go down to the 5K range. Or it doesn't have to be super low, but just anybody else that you have your eye on. Yeah, it's Jared Goff. I just like the game. Hey. I know Jared Goff's not good. It has wow. nothing to do with that. But DFS-wise at 5K, I mean, he's a 20-point monster because in the third and fourth quarter, he dumps it off to Swift eight times, and he gets him an extra 85 yards and a touchdown in every fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, I know he's gotten eight points and nine points in two games, but – Cincinnati's defense isn't this world beater team. No, uh, the not. reality is Aaron Rodgers is not playing like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's grading out as one of the mid-tier quarterbacks as of now in the league. He's not playing like himself. Cincinnati, I know they showed out with what held him to 23 points last week, but Cincinnati's not great either. And I can see this game getting a little out of hand and a little weird and Jared Goff actually putting up a 300-yard game and getting us more than four times. So well, if I'm going to get weird at 5K, it's Goff. Well, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? Like this is a Lions team that they get down and they have to throw the ball, Mm -hmm. right? 
So, you know, he, you could you could make the argument that he might have a higher upside than Justin Fields just because, you know, Cincinnati's defense is not great. And he's already shown on – he has a track record that he's going to throw the ball a lot when they get behind, right? So I think that's a pretty good call. I just don't know – He's one of those like fringe guys for me that if I go all the way down there, it's going to have to be either between him or Fields. Um, and then we'll, but I mean, that's definitely one to get weird with. That's for sure. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Again, you, that's don't, you don't a, have anything. I'm not loading up my, no, my lineups with that guy. There, there's two guys, there's two guys that I'm debating on in the 5K range, and I'm going to pick one and just ro- roll with it. Um, and that's Heineke. Uh, going against the Chiefs, and it's just simply get one game flow, obviously. Um, but two, the Chiefs, I thought I heard, are the only team that has given up more than the opposing, like implied team total all year, mm-hmm. every single week. So, yep, projected points 22 points, they give up over that every single time. Um, their defense is not good, so no. if they're trailing, you know, again, very clear path on where you would go there with Scary Terry. Um, and, and oh. you can, and you can double stack that on the other side with, you know, Kelsey Tyreek, if you want pretty easily at 5,800 yeah. for the quarterback. So, so I actually already have a lineup built with Heineke okay. as the quarterback. So he was okay. going to be my other guy that I was debating between, but I mean, I, I don't have Terry in that lineup. Mm, I have okay. Heineke McKissick and Seals Jones and oh. ran back on the other side with Hill and Kelsey. Yeah, Felix Jones, like seals, seals. And, and, and real quick, the only other guy that I'm going to touch on, and I know everyone's going to fall out of their chairs here, but he looked pretty good on Monday night. And at 5,400, oh, no. I'm not afraid to play Carson Wentz at home versus Houston. Right. Houston is absolutely horrific. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't. I just don't think their defense is any Cold good. <laughs> but for a guy who's throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game. Um, it's very clear they're not – they don't have a very strong running game plan for Jonathan Taylor, right? Like, they very well could this week, but Taylor's getting, like, 15 touches a game, you know? Oh, and he is, he's, doing, he's doing some of his damage or most of his damage the last couple of weeks through the pass. So, you know, I, again, if you're going to go all the way down there, he's in a very plus matchup at home. Like, I think you could do worse than a $5,400 Wentz with, you know, a very easy matchup with – with Pitt and who uh, should absolutely explode this week, but that's it. Uh, that, I mean, that okay. pretty much should wrap up. I, I can them running say back. that I will have no Carson Wentz this week. Yes, I agree. Damn. All right. So Heineke right, is running backs. Cool. I'm going to start off with running backs here since I uh, went last on quarterbacks. I'm going to lead off with Dalvin cook. He finally got his questionable tag removed. He practiced in uh, full fashion today on Thursday Thielen and Jefferson are not practicing this week. I know they're both going to play on Sunday, but they're both banged up with foot and ankle injuries. Um, I can just see this being a total Dalvin Cook week, and they ride him, and he has one of those massive games after having the last two weeks off. So I love Dalvin Cook at the top. Dude, and that re- price that price tag, 7700 I know he's been hurt, but like, that's an absolute steal. It's too cheap. Yeah, no, it's insane. So Dalvin Cook, I think, is an absolute hit this week. I'll be playing him in majority of lineups. Hopefully he doesn't uh, twist his ankle again on the first play. (laughs) Jimbo, up top. Um, I I, I kind of already talked about it um, a little bit. Well, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But if McCaffrey is in, yeah, he didn't practice today. 
He said he was 50 50. Um, I'll, I'll be all in on him if he's active. But as of right now, I can't make that call because the coach came out and said he's 50 50 today. So, well, they he practiced like almost in full yesterday. And today, I think they're giving him like that yeah, day off just, to see how it reacts. So, I think we'll know a lot more. So, I mean, if we're talking about core guys that I'm going to have in the majority of my lineups, it's going to be Eckler. Um, there's just nobody else that he's just dominating the snap share in the in the backfield. Dude, I looked at his dump offs. I looked I mean, at his fantasy points today. He's been unreal, dude. Yeah, and he's he's having Christian McCaffrey esque numbers but he's priced $2,000 cheaper than McCaffrey would be if McCaffrey was having 34, 33, 20, 23, 23 in the last four weeks, right? If McCaffrey is putting up those numbers, he he would be easily close to 10,000, maybe over 10,000. Yeah, and right? Eckler's carries are ramping up and, you know, the Chargers head coach, Staley, yeah, he's the kind of coach that, hey, this guy is our shot at having the best player in the field at all times, and he's going to yes. play him at all times. He doesn't really worry about mixing people and doing all that BS. So uh, obviously he, he, he knows Eckler is his guy, and he's getting more carries. He's getting more looks, and it's going to keep happening. I mean, he's got 23 catches for almost 200 yards on the season. He's got three receiving touchdowns alone, four rushing touchdowns. You know, for 7,900, that's a guy that I know is just going to be there, right? And He's not going to get a lot of ownership because he never does. And I don't understand why they're playing on the road. They're playing Baltimore. People are going to have the stigma of like, Oh, you know, and the great part is I can play him in Herbert stacks because he catches so many balls or he's a great run back option with Lamar stacks. Right. Uh, so he, he's my guy. I'm, I'm probably going to have, if McCaffrey is out, I might have upwards of 60 to 65% of Eckler, which is going to be probably, I don't know, 10 times what the field is going to have. I don't think he's going to be over 10%. I like it. Vinny, who do you got up high? Um, I am – my, like, bold call of the week is I think Cleveland throttles Arizona this week. Uh, watching the, the Niners actually Whoa. hang with Arizona last week, Kyler's beat up. He's not running around. Hopkins is beat up. He's not DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't know if you saw it today, but Chandler Jones just went on the COVID list. If he doesn't play on Sunday, who is by far their best defensive player and probably top five, 10 defensive player in the league that no one talks about, um, I will absolutely be playing Nick Chubb. And one thing I'm toying around with that I was looking at earlier today is I will play Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the same lineup. Multiple times this week Hmm. or this year, three times I think it is, they've both in the same game gone for over 20 points rushing. They they have. I don't – Cleveland does not want to throw the ball. Um, They want to run it here. They're not going to try to give Kyler more opportunities than he needs to. If Chandler Jones misses, I think they are going to just pound Arizona into submission. Um, It's not not an if he misses. He's out. Okay, yeah, so if he's out, so okay, he's so out now, okay. then I will play quite a bit of. Yeah, like, you go on the COVID list, like you're done for at least seven days. So yeah, Chubb, Chubb and Kareem Hunt both combined will make a bunch of my my rosters because if I'm going to go there, I don't want to get snake bit. And again, they're splitting timeshare, but like it doesn't matter. They're, they're probably the best running team in the league with that offensive line. Like I'm going to play both Chubb and Hunt in the same lineup. So I know that's an up top and down low guy right there, but I'll, I'm I'm all no, in yeah. the Cleveland running game. Very nice. 
Um, I'm going to go down to Antonio Gibson at 6,500 against the Chiefs. Ooh. Like, like you said earlier, the Chiefs defense is really bad, and they're especially bad on the run defense. Um, Ron Rivera is a smart coach, and he knows the one way to beat the Chiefs is to run the football and at least attempt to play good defense and slow them down. So Gibson's been getting more carries every single week. He's got a questionable tag next to him, but that's not going to be an issue at all. So lining up from Gibson, I think he can get two touchdowns easily this week. So just so people know, he's going to have that questionable tag all year next to his name. Mm -hmm. He's he's playing through stress fractures in his left shin right now. Um, He says he's going to play through it. He's been getting injections during the week. So like, just so, so people know out there, like don't be alarmed. There's going to be many weeks when like he doesn't practice he's got the questionable tag like he said he's going to play right yeah, he's getting so, more carries every exactly week. so he's gone yeah, 13 think, 12 14 up to 20 in this last week so yep. they're riding him yeah so but just just so people know too but like i actually like that because you know shitter guy who's building his lineup on the shitter like pat mayo talks about they're gonna they're gonna see that questionable tag they're gonna read the practice notes that it's just on the DK app and they're going to go, man, like he's questionable. He's dealing with a stress fracture in his shin. Like, oh, I don't want to play that guy. Great. We'll play him and he'll score two, one to two touchdowns every week. And then we'll just laugh. Right. So yep. yeah, that's a good call. Joe. Real quick, before we drop down, do you guys have any interest in Zeke or Taylor this week? And does that, yeah. we don't have to go on a huge, so my, like so my bet, my bet, I already told you with that uh, Patriots game is that I feel like they're going to try their best to shut down Zeke. Um, so I think that's just, I think that's the way the game flow is going to go. Um, again, there's not too much behind that other than the Patriots have a pretty decent run defense since their pass defense that is more susceptible. So I don't like Zeke, but I do like Taylor a lot, but again, it's a, it's a shared backfield and I do my best to stay away from shared backfields and DFS unless I feel like it's a Chubb hunt situation. Um, he, Taylor is a guy that I have more interest in. Um, I think that Frank Reich ha- showed you his true colors by using three running backs. They want to try to run the ball. Um, I think that they can, that Taylor can get, he's one of the few guys that I'm okay with playing in a bit of a timeshare. Um, Zeke this week, Zeke's really good, man. Um, and they're going to ride him and he's going to get almost all of the red zone carries. Right. So it's kind of hard to go away from that. But just like you said, you have to tell yourself a story of what's going to happen in the games. And, and I'm with you in agreement with you guys. I think that he just probably Belichick goes, man, I'm just going to keep this guy from stop from beating us and I'll make Dak throw the ball on the road. And, you know, he's, he's had bad throwing games before. Right. So he'll take his chances there rather than a known quantity of Zeke. So that that's where I'm at on those guys. All right. Now let's uh, move to the low 6K range. And I'm going to steal your guys' favorite player in DFS, and that's DeAndre Swift. I know we're all going to pick Not my favorite. Um, my favorite. <laughs> again, this game, I'm, I'm all over this game. I think we can stack this game like crazy. Swift is going to get those catches in the third and fourth quarter. He's got the most yak out of any running back in the league. Jamal Williams gave us a limited participation yesterday to a did not participate today, which is never good news. Um, Even though Swift's getting the majority of the carries anyways, but that just bodes even better for us that Swift's going to be in the game more often. 
Again, another guy that has a questionable tag next to him. He's going to have it all season long with that groin. Yep. But he's going to keep playing, and it's not going to be an issue. And Swift is going to keep getting us. You know, he's averaging 18 points a game. So he's got a nice floor with a high ceiling. Man, I really want to play. I really want to play Joe Mixon. But I need to see that he practices tomorrow. Yeah. I, I know I know that you were talking about, Jim, with, with Gibson. Like, Mixon's going to suit up. But like last but week, they last what, week like, suited up, but they only put him in the fourth quarter. They that's say. what I mean. Like I yeah, think they, he's, they, they yeah. they're they're starting to think about trying to make a wild card, and yeah. they need Wix, Mixon later in the year. Yeah. Right. So I I do like Mixon, right? Yeah. But like for the same reason, until he gets a little bit more healthy, yeah. I just I can't go there, right? I would much rather play Swift for a hundred bucks cheaper. I hear right? you. But if we're yeah. going down there, my my favorite guy, we kind of already talked about the quarterback, but if you're not going to play the quarterback, um, you're going to play a pretty healthy Daryl Henderson. Now he's going to probably be pretty chalky, right? But this is the guy, right? They're going to ride him. He's shown that when he's healthy, he just absolutely dominates the snap share, right? It's just not even a – it's not really even like – a thing right he just gets no. it all i mean it's crazy. sony goes in when daryl henderson's hurt and no or other tired time. he just needs a break right so he's on 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 the projections right at six thousand. i mean he's got some of the best um potential ceiling on the entire slate from we're talking about running backs right um so he's going to be my guy probably going to be a little bit owned but that's okay um but I mean, he's he's showing up in the optimal lineup uh, almost twenty percent of the time on a simulation of ten thousand games. So if you run all the games ten thousand times, he's going to be in the optimal best scoring lineup nineteen point four percent of the time. That's the third highest on the slate for running backs. The number one running back, just to drive the home, drive it home a little bit further, would be DeAndre Swift at twenty six percent of the time. So. Henderson's my guy uh, if I'm going into the uh, the low six range. Vinny, who who you rolling with? Yeah, you guys hit the two up for me. Like I said, uh, I want to play. I want to play Mixon, but I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get on there. Yeah, Hunt is on my yeah. list, obviously, and I talked about him already. And then Swift and Henderson. But if I'm going below that, um, I think it's pretty clear Daryl Williams is in a good spot. Um, well, he's out. No, 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 no. The Chiefs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I thought sorry. we were going to stop yeah. confusing them. Now they're not on the same team. But no, the, yeah, <laughs> D. Williams. I'm I looking at the DraftKings thing. I want Daryl with one L uh, in Kansas City. That um, is Darrell. He, he, he's the only guy. You know what I mean? And he's the only guy that's like super familiar and can run that playbook. I mean, he played yeah. 77% of the snaps uh, when Clyde went down. He's not going to be a core play for me. I'll just tell you right now. But he's a guy mm. for 4,900 that – he's going to see the majority of snaps and, you know, he could very easily, you know, rush for 50, 70 yards, punch one in, catch a few balls and, you know, very easily hit value. So, so here, here's my concern. It's, it's Andy Reed, right? Yeah. And without CEH being in there, he's, I think he's going to get Hardman and Pringle involved in the mm-hmm. lateral running game. Um, I think that he's probably going to play Jarek McKinnon a little bit more, which I, you know, I don't know how he's still on a team in the league, but he is. Yeah. I think it's a fine play. I think there's a pretty good ceiling there. Um, yeah. 
because of the potential volume, but I just don't think that – I think the one strength of the Potatoes defense is the run game, right? And sure. The, and but the between-the-tackles run game specifically. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I think that Andy Reid is going to try and attack that a little bit more. That's just a guy that I, I don't know if I can get to. There's a guy lower at 4,600 that I'd rather play. Instead yeah, of I have him on my list too. I'm just looking at guys that are, you know, if I if I – I don't want to, you know, I think that's going to be my strategy this week just to stay 6K, well, I, honestly. Well, but I got not. a low guy that I think could right. break, break the bank this week. Go go ahead and take it. Let's hear it. Yeah. It's Javante Williams. Oh, damn it. You took my guy. Hey, man. Oh, uh, fuck. Fucking sorry. Giants. Dodgers scored. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. The Dodgers Recording this during uh, the Giants game. Us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not great. So Javante Williams going against the Raiders, one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. Um, Javante Williams is an absolute beast. He's shown that he can run the ball in the NFL. He's really powerful. On top of that, Melvin Gordon is just now practicing as a limited fashion today with a hip injury. And I don't know if there's going to be a week that Javante is going to get more than his normal workload. It's going to be this week and it's going to be against the Raiders. And I feel like he can have a really great game against a team that does not tackle very well. So Javante Williams at 5k, if I'm going to go down, that's what I'm going for. Um, And you agree with me, Jim. So what do you think? Yeah. I mean, just real quick on Javante, we talked about it week one, right? Yes. It was a timeshare. But this wasn't a guy that, you know, we just wanted to keep an eye on. He's a rookie. Melvin Gordon always struggles with issues and weird little injuries. Um, I I think he's going to freaking smash this week, and I don't think that a lot of people are going to play him. Um, I think that this guy is kind of like the obvious play now, now that basically every running back uh, for the Bears is out, and Khalil Herbert at 4,600. Um to me, it's kind of like the Madison thing from last week. You know, he was Madison was really highly owned, but Madison probably should have been like 80% owned last week because it was just a smash spot, but he was only like 40 to 50% owned. So that is kind of one of those like free squares where if like you're just looking to fill out like your flex or something like that for a guy for 4,600 that's just going to literally get all the volume. We know that we already talked about it. We know the Bears are going to try and run the ball as much as possible to keep the ball at Aaron Rodgers' hand. But, you know. I, they I have no one else. Exactly. So that he's going to be my guy if, I, if I'm going to go down there. I'm going to play some of him. Uh, I just don't know. It's not a guy I'm going to be prioritizing. Unlike Javante Williams is someone I'm absolutely going to be prioritizing to get in my line. All right. Let's move on to receiver, boys. Um, Jimmy, I'm going to let you lead this one off. You haven't let off yet. So we talked about it, and it's Tyreek Hill, right? If he's healthy, if he's active, playing Tyreek Hill. Well, he's that up- he's that same thing. He's got knee tendonitis. He's going to have the questionable tag. He's not going to practice. He's going to play on Sunday. He's totally fine. So he's active. I'm playing him. I'm playing just like every time that they're active and they're on the slate, I'm going to play a stack with Mahomes. Hill and Kelsey. I'm just going to do it. Um, He's my guy. We don't really need to talk about it much more. He's way underpriced because the Chiefs haven't been doing well. He should probably be 92, 9,300, but he's the guy that legitimately has the opportunity to score 40 to 50 points in the game. I agree. Vinny. Yeah. um, I mean, my, my favorite quarterback is obviously Lamar, but 
my second favorite is Herbert. So if I'm going there, I don't know how you don't play Mike Williams at this point. Obviously, I have a lot of interest in Keenan Allen. You know, I know he's down there. I'm sneaking that already. But Mike Williams is just a man on a mission right now. Um, and as we saw at Baltimore, you know, Michael Pittman absolutely tore him apart. Uh, just about every every game this year, uh, someone has torn Baltimore apart. Uh, so he, I think he's one of the safer plays if you're going to go up there this week. Uh, so Mike Williams. Contract year, big Mike. Yeah, he's been in beast mode, and he's getting Make all the red zone looks. Keenan Allen year. has Keenan Allen has one red zone touchdown. Mike Williams getting all the red zone looks uh, with Eckler, so that's a great oh, yeah. pick. It's crazy. If we're going to stay up high, it's Cooper Cup. I think it's an obvious pick. We talked about it earlier with Stafford. Um, the Giants give up the highest completion percentage on top of the highest adjusted completion percentage. Cup's not going to drop any balls. He's going to run circles around this defense. Um, yeah, he's going to have 10-plus catches. Hopefully some of them are some big ones for us. So I like Cooper, Cooper Cup up top if I'm going to go up high. Um, if we're going to go down, let's say, let's because DJ Moore's at 7,300. Let's go 7,300 down, um, Jim. Uh, well, I guess I'll just start with DJ Moore. Um, there's <laughs> a guy that's a little bit forgotten, I guess. He hasn't had a great game in the last, you know, last week after basically just dominating the whole time. Um, I think he bounces back very nicely this week in a game against Minnesota, which Minnesota can't, can't cover anybody. Um, they just don't have any defense. So I think, you know, at that price point, I, I'm, I'm much happier with him. I think that they are going to be able to possess the ball a fair amount of the time. Um, and then if McCaffrey is also not going to play, um, I would rather play him more than going to Chuba Hubbard, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I've watched some of the game film. Chuba Hubbard can't catch. <laughs> He's And there's a reason why. Like, I was kind of asking myself, like, well, why do they put DJ Moore in the backfield? Like, Chuba Hubbard, like, played at Oklahoma State. Like, he's pretty dynamic running back. Well, that's all he is is a running back. He really, really needs to work on his receiving. And that's a big part of this Panthers offense is – short yardage receiving out of the backfield, right? So if McCaffrey's not active, like he might be my highest own wide receiver. I might like him more than Cup, right? But he's my guy for starting at 73 and, and working our way down. I like that. Vinny? So my my week is going to be I, – I, again, we talk, We all talked about him as we like him at quarterback. Uh, my week's going to depend on Jamar Chase. I, I think this could be a game that we him. see – I mean, maybe a 200-yard receiving game. I, I think this yeah, is a, and this I think is a people are going to shy away from this, that I, massive jump in his price tag, which I don't. That's where he belongs. So I think this is just here. a week. You, you talk about telling the story, right? And it's like this feels like a week where, like, back at LSU when they just toyed with people, like that they just go absolute gangbusters here, and they just. Yep. Absolutely, I mentioned all the line Detroit, and not one of them is going to be able to cover Jamar Chase every play of this game. No, percent, not even twenty five percent. And and the good thing about it is, like, because they have Boyd, because they have uh, Higgins, like, it doesn't allow for you know you to really like completely bracket Chase, right? So you can bring help over the top, but there's just no one as dynamic as Chase on the team. And I think this is just the week that he absolutely just blows the doors off everything. Well, it's not only that, like some of these guys are only down the field threats, 
right? Mm-hmm. They move Chase into the slot. They move yeah. him all over the place. Hit Burrow's, Burrow's level of comfort with him because they know each other. Like, that's why, like, in, in season long, I drafted this guy all over the place and people were like, oh, he sucks. Like, he can't catch. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not really worried about that. I watched all those LSU games. I think he can catch just fine, right? It's yeah. a nerves thing, right? You, have, you come in, the, everyone wanted the team to draft a, a, a tackle or some sort of offensive line help for Burrow. They told, yeah, it's a bad pick. We shouldn't have picked this guy, blah, 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 blah. There, there's a lot of pressure on you. He got that out of the way early. Now he's playing the Lions, which, you know, he might set an NFL record for receiving yards against. Yep. I'm all in. Joe, anyone like 6K yeah. range? Yeah, it's Cortland Sutton. Ooh. The Raiders secondary is beat up. And, I mean, Casey Hayward is well, really good. To begin with too. Yeah, but Casey Hayward's playing his ass off, and he's doing a good job. But he's literally the only corner they have left. Um, they have a Meek Robertson playing outside corner now because they literally have no one else. And the Meek Robertson's a fine player, but he's 5'7". And he's going to get beat a lot. And Cortland Sutton has one of the highest A dots in the league. So yep. they're targeting him downfield. He catches the ball in the 15-yard range constantly. So Cortland Sutton can be one of those sneaky guys that gets you a 2-3 touchdown game this week, 30 points, and you go, where in the fuck did that come from? So I love it. Cortland Sutton is probably one of my favorite guys down there in the low 6K range. He is a great play. He's going to go virtually unowned. Mm-hmm. And I think that him and Javante, I mean, let's not forget about, we haven't really talked about it yet, what happened with the Raiders this week. Um, I know it's a sore subject for you, Joe. It's really but, not. I mean, if we want to get into that, I can no, say I mean, that. We, we don't need to, no, definitely ownership. don't want to get into that. <laughs> no, we don't need to get into it too much. But the fact of the matter is, is that on Monday night, your coach was fired. And who, who was the one who went into planning everything? Gruden. Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. he was the Gestapo. He was the, he was, he was it. He was the dictatorship there. He ran everything. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. If he had, you know, he was the one who called when their flights left. Yeah, All dude, he was, shit, the, he was right? the Kim Jong-un I am, uh, of the I am going to put on record, though, that I do think this is going to be a better thing for the Raiders as the season goes on. We'll see how in, it goes in, in a one-week yeah, turnaround. In, in the long run, yes. That's where my stance is. I think this is better. I keep hearing great things about their coach that's coming in. He's the one that was really the one that probably should have been the coach this entire time anyways. So – Again, I don't know what's going to go on this week with that, but I'm going to bet against the Raiders this week and think Denver is going to show out a little bit um, because it's such a quick turnaround. But, yeah, let's move down into the high 5K range. What do you guys like in there? My guy that I'm going to play every single week. Um, I know it it is a B and a C. Yep, Brandon Cooks. Um, (laughs) I I mean, he had had two not-so-great games in a row. Right, which is okay. One was a forty to nothing loss, and then one was a New England game that, like, that was the guy that Belichick just said, "Nope, I, you're. This is your best talented offensive against, weapon." It was against Buffalo and the Patriots, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'll go right back to him at fifty eight hundred. the 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 amount of target share that he got, that he holds with that team is just like a joke, and everyone wanted to really hammer on Davis Mills. I think he's better than Tyrod Taylor. I mean, he's a rookie, right? He played really well at Stanford. Just give that guy some time. And if he's going to throw the ball 
35 to 40 times a game, like, yeah, and, and Brandon Cooks yeah. is going to get look, 10 to 13 of those targets. Like, at $5,800 with, like, a 25 to 30% target share on your team, yeah, I'll take it. I don't really Yeah, care. and look, we, we all know that, you know, Lamar is a great DFS play, but he is not a good thrower. He cannot pass the ball, and the Colts made him look like Peyton Manning um, the other night. The Colts are god-awful in the secondary. Um, they should have never good. been able to – I mean, Lamar should not be throwing like that against any team in the NFL. No. Um, I think that's a complete anomaly. So, I, when I saw Brandon Cooks at 5,800 going against the Colts secondary, um, I'm, I'm with you, Jim. I really like it. It's just wild. Vin, where are you going? So, I, I, I love this range. Um, I mean, I talked about Lamar – Hollywood Brown is obviously going to be the guy that I pair him with there. I figured. Um, But, I mean, there's two guys that – well, one that everyone's going to forget about because he's had two down weeks. But I really don't understand Adam Thielen here at 5,800. I get it. He's had two down weeks. (laughs) He's just just not getting the targets is why they dropped his – I I like him as a play. But to answer your question of why his price is down, his targets have just disappeared. I get that, but what I'm saying is like you have an elite player that's at this price range who was at 7,500 like three weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like I, I think this is a play that if you're looking at the price and I have to imagine Carolina, who's a very competent coach team, is going to say Justin Jefferson can't beat us this week. Right. So I just think I just think Thielen is banged up right now, and it's part of the reason why he's you know not he didn't get the targets last week. The week before mm-hmm. he did get the targets, and he wasn't getting the catches. Yeah, I think his foot's been hampering him quite a bit. Um, I, I'm not going to play Thielen right now. I don't think he's healthy. He's yeah, not practicing so- right now. I just um, for a big like big play that what we need from a receiver right there. I just don't think Thielen has it in him this week because um, mm-hmm. it's it, a foot injury too. It's not like it's a shoulder or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Foot. That's a big deal. I hear you. So, yeah. Thielen, I, I watched him tape, and Joey's right. Um, his foot, I think, is hampering his ability to run incredible routes, which is what his kind of pedigree is on. Right? He's obviously not a burner, but his in, his route technique and his route running is like level 99 if we're talking about Madden scores, right? But he, the, when your foot is hurt yeah. like that, I just no. – I, I, I like the price, and it's why I was looking at him last night, and I went and watched a little bit of film. The the routes are just not as crisp as they've been in the past. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. Ho- Hollywood for sure my favorite. He's just yeah. like – it was just that price. I'm like, dude, I feel like it's a mistake. Like it's past not, And I get why he's there, but you know what I mean, so – yeah. Cool. Joe, he's there because Lamar can't throw. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna lump these guys together. It's the same game. We're not gonna get too deep on it, but it's uh, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Yeah. Again, there's gonna be a lot of ways I'm gonna try to mix match that game and different variations, and hopefully the right one lands. Um, but T. Higgins, I think, could be really sneaky at 5,300. Boyd's gonna get you more of that PPR stuff. Um, but I think T Higgins has more of that upside like Jamar Chase has, but he's still at 5,300. T Higgins is a red zone guy. He's a big guy. He can still get you those two red zone touchdowns. So I'm going to lump them together, but I'm going to lean towards Higgins. If I'm going more of the GPP, if I'm more in a double up, I'll probably go more Boyd. Um, yeah. So let's stay in that range and let's go even go below in the 4k. If you guys are loving someone. So I'm just going to talk about one guy real quick. When we're talking about mispricing, 
Um, what the hell is Michael Pittman only doing at 5,500? Totally. Yeah, right. I have him right here next. So, uh, yeah. Like, he's one of my guys that I just like. So, my process every week is I kind of just go through and just do a visual scan and just write down guys that are mispriced, and he's one of them. There's no reason why this guy should be 5,500. They actively design plays for him. They look to get him the ball whenever possible. Um, he He's the number one wide receiver on the team, and they're playing Houston. So if we go to talk about, like, you know, Houston, you know, they they suck, but their coaching staffs are still going to try and win games, right? So what are they going to say? Like, well, we have the best chance to win if Carson Wentz has to throw the ball a bunch. Oh, my God. Damn it. Oh, all right, move on. <laughs> Time, yeah, dude. I hear what you're saying. Jim, walk yeah. off in the in the Giants game. All right, we're okay. We're we're gonna right. remain calm. Oh, yeah, anyone I mean, in that anyone in that range? I think uh, I, I think I just took Ben's guy. No, yeah. I, yeah, I mean Pittman's obviously on my list. I've got two guys on the 4K range that I have a little bit of interest in, um, and that's Hunter, my man Renfro. 4900 they still just won't price him up so i'll just continue to play him at 4900 uh yeah. if i get there and the other guy that i i was digging a little bit into and i do not feel good about playing this play but i'm on saint brown at oh, what do you do? No, feel, feel feel great about it um, that's so my that's my play it. that's my play of the week i was okay. going to talk about it right. go for it go take it yeah i've been waiting to talk about this guy so the last two weeks, he's gotten eight targets in both games. I mean, it's not like he wasn't getting targets before that either. Quentin Cephas has been the one kind of stealing everything from Almond Ross St. Brown, and now he's on the IR. So we're talking about this game. We're talking about the score getting out of control and Detroit throwing the ball a lot. Almond Ross St. Brown at 4,200. I mean, 12 points to get us 3K? Yeah. I mean, 3X, I mean. Um yeah, sign me up. He gets one touchdown. He's getting those 16 to 20 points this week, no totally. doubt. So I'm going to run St. Brown. Vinny, feel great about that. Um, okay. He's my guy I'm going to go low for to build some of my lineups around uh, Dalvin Cook and McCaffrey potentially. So Cool. That, All was, right. that was my guy down there, so we can move on to tight ends. Let's do it. We're running a little bit on. So who do you guys like? Right on time. Um, well, another guy that's mispriced is Kelsey. There's no reason mm-hmm. why you should only be set why you should be seven thousand um, dollars. I get that, you know, that the potatoes they play some decent mid-range defense, but I mean he just had a 17 point performance and he dropped eleven hundred dollars down from the last time he was on the main slate. What? Like I I, I don't get it. Right. So if you're going to have a guy that's that cheap, that has the upside that he has for only $7,000. Okay. I'll play him. Like he should be, he yeah. should be his 8,000 to 8,200, especially in this matchup. And, and I love the guy. Right. But I'm with you. Terry McLaurin's a hundred dollars more expensive. I'll play Travis Kelsey a hundred percent of lineups over yes. Terry McLaurin. If I have the chance to. So, yes. yep. I'm with you. All right, I think you guys know where I'm going. Hit it. And that's 2600 with Tommy Tremble. <laughs> just guy just free falls to the bottom. I mean, Tommy Tremble last week got us 9.2 points at 2500 as yeah. our bargain bin tight end. He's Fuck. getting more and more playtime every single week. Um, one of these weeks, he's going to completely overtake Ian Thomas at tight end, which I don't know why the hell that guy's playing anyways. 
even if McCaffrey plays this week, I like it even more. Tight ends get more involved in the offense when a running back like McCaffrey is being covered by linebackers and what you're going to have to do with that. So sign me up with some more Tommy Tremble. And on top of that, um, some fantasy shows in the background of my TV today. And it said to sit Tommy Tremble. Do not play him this week. So I'm all in. As soon as I see on the main networks that they're saying don't play this guy, I'm I'm all in. So Tommy Tremble this week, sign me up again for another 10-pointer plus. Vinny, do you like that? That's it, huh? That's all we got. No, all right, Tommy, Tommy Tremble or bust. Tommy all right, Tremble or bust. All right. I like uh, the Tommy I, train. I mean, Vinny, who 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 else are you playing at tight end? Is it just um, Tommy Tremble? No, as, <laughs> if I'm gonna go full game stack of the of that Bengals game, I do like TJ Hawkinson there uh at 5k. Um he'll be in my player pool, uh, especially for those games. Um and, and similarly you know, Mark Andrews for my Ravens teams. And I think he's a strong bring back as well. You know, whether you play the Chargers side or the Ravens side. So those two guys are going to be more stack dependent for me. Um, otherwise I'm going to drop down and I don't want to steal any of your guys. I just name two, but who, do you have anybody that you're really high on? I mean, I've already talked about it. Seals Jones at 3000. Um, I think the KC defense is just legit bad. Um, and I think Honey Badger might just be fucking washed. Um, I think he might just be a bum now. Um, be a bum rock, exactly. So, I mean, at three thousand, they're just peppering him with targets. I, yeah. I mean, it is wild. I mean, before he had his first catch, he had he had four targets, and three of them were red zone targets. Two of them, he was in the end zone, right? So. I mean, at $3,000, he fits so nicely into those stacks. He's a guy that, you know, since basically Kelsey is just another wide receiver, right? So I think you could play Kelsey and Seals-Jones together in that game. I like doing that this week. Um, but my my other guy, if we're going to play him, uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier. If you're going to play Dak, uh, I'm going to play Dalton Schultz with him because everyone's, yeah. wor- everyone's worried about – Dude, Schultz is a beast, man. He catches everything. He's a legit focus point of that offense now. Anytime he catches something, there's nobody around him. They're not contested catches. His touchdowns are walk-ins. Like, I mean, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, that's the the bonus point of being a really good player, but you're like the fourth or fifth concern of the defense, you know, like when you're trying to stop them, right? Like yeah. you only have so many bodies to cover guys like Lamb, Cooper, stack the box for Zeke. Like, yeah, he's in favorable matchups all game long. And I'm glad Dak's seeing it. He's a great play. Yep. Uh, the only other guy I'll throw out there, I, I probably won't have too many shares of him, but if you happen to fall like in this price range, he's in that awkward like 3,900. So he's not super cheap, but he's, cheap um is hunter henry um you know he's becoming very obviously more of this focal point than john is john John is not even yeah and mac jones i mean he's gonna throw the ball about 10 to 12 yards and he wants to stay within the you know the hashes right so i i think hunter henry is a, a, a he's a fine play like he's not someone again, it's a core guy or anything, but I have him on my list as a guy that like if I ended up landing there, I wouldn't be like, you know, freaking out about. So yeah, if you don't want to drop higher. all the way down or stay in that mid range, like he's a decent option there. Yep. I think all the right, only boys, other, finish up with some, oh, go only for other it. guy we didn't mention. Um, and if you guys are gonna play Lamar, I think you gotta play Andrews. 
Uh, Vinny yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought I mentioned okay. Andrews. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, for sure. When you're playing Lamar, he's got. Sorry, I might, I might have been, I might attention. have been throwing up at the horrid fucking call that just ended the Giants game. But I know. Well, that's what happens oh. when you don't hit the ball. You open that up for well, things like that to happen. All right, hey, defense. On the defense. Do we have anybody low? I, I mean, we know the obvious one. I do. Let's get let's get let's get weird here, which is what we are specialty yep. on defense. I'm going to go against everything you've said for the last 56 minutes, Vinny. Um, I'm going with the Chargers. <laughs> Lamar is not as good as what he did last week. Lamar is not that good. He will fumble the ball a couple times, especially with Joey Bosa chasing him. He's not going to be throwing four touchdowns and 400. No fucking way. I'm, I'm sorry. I've watched too much of Lamar, and last week was an absolute anomaly. Yeah. Okay. If you you're can... looking at everything he's done, again, he is a fine DFS play because of his running ability and all that. But I can see the Chargers getting the turnovers they need and the sacks they need, especially because the Ravens can't run the ball. The yep. Chargers get to pin their ears back, and hopefully a team finally totally. knows how to – Fucking tackle Lamar and put there, a good wrist on him. There's nothing wrong with that in DFS or fantasy perspective. And I'm not arguing that. Again, yeah. I don't want to – I'm not going to like sit here though and like get shit on when Lamar has scored 30 points a game in fantasy every single no, game. No, doubt. This year. So I think you could definitely play the Chargers. But I'm not going to like say Lamar can't throw, Lamar can't do this. Like the guy is just as dynamic as Kyler Murray. Uh, he's just – in an offense without a running game or, you know, anything like that. So I don't, I don't, I think like the play. I just, I just think, think the Chargers defense is really, really good. If we rewound to last Thursday when we, when we recorded, they're, no, they're fantastic. Yeah. So I think wrong. they got, ex I think they got exposed by the Browns. I think the Chargers weakness is the run defense and that's their power run defense, mm -hmm. not a quarterback running around in circles, run defense. Um, Again, I think a lot of people are not going to play the Chargers. They're terrified of Lamar. But again, when the turnover situation or the sack situation could be a potential eight to 10 points for us, even if they give up 25 points, I'm in on the Chargers. They have a lot of turnover potential, especially against, you know, fumble hands Lamar. So if I'm going to go Jim, low, I like the Chargers. So that was one of my two that I was playing. Um, I, the other one. And this, I, no one's gonna play him because of how many fucking points they give up last week. But it's the Browns. <sighs> They're playing at home. They're yeah, same reasons. Banged up Kyler, right? Um, the, the same thing, right? They gave up a ton of yards last week, but that was to a healthy, you know, on the road healthy Justin Herbert, right? I think the Browns. I mean, we saw it earlier. I mean, they have a pretty dynamic pass rush, and Miles Garrett's gone quiet for a few weeks here. Um, we saw the Niners, who have a pretty good pass rush as well, which is the reason why they were in that game, really get to Kyler um, and and kind of took him out of his game. So Kyler's Kyler's got a bum leg right now, man. He's not running like his he shoulder usually too, does. and yeah. like he's he's just he's not. You can you saw it in the in the Niners game because that was my big fear with Kyler and the Niners is that the Niners traditionally have a big problem with running quarterbacks. Right. But he just wasn't running at all. Right. So I think that at home, the Browns um, who lost last week, they see themselves as a playoff team. Um, I think this is a prime spot for Arizona to get their first loss of the year. Um, yeah, even you... if they don't lose, um, I think they're going to force a couple of turnovers Um the, the Browns are going to be my preferred defense. Chargers would be number two for me, and I don't really have anybody else. 
Yeah, I mean, the bargain bin is dry this week. Like, I mean, you're not going to play Washington. You're not going to play Detroit. I Again, if you have to do it, I guess the best matchup probably there is Houston. Vinny. But I'm just saying, like, look look at the matchups oh, down there. Yeah, you're not, yeah you're but not gonna are, I just think the Colts are a disaster right now. Yeah, just Houston. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could very easily – You just, I mean, you guys kind of talked me off. I'm like, the same thing you were talking about, Lamar. Houston may give up 30 points, but they could very easily get two pick, picks and one return it's of just, six it's against Carson. It's the, it's the AFC South of two teams, which, you know, every team in the AFC South is garbage. But they're terrible. They're two teams that are terrible. And you're right, Vinny. A lot of turnovers can happen in this game. Well, Easy. I'm just saying, like, again, if we're talking about, like, you build the perfect team, right? And I know you guys build your defense first. But, like, if it's the difference between you having to, like, you want to get Jamar Chase in there, right? And you need an extra three, 400 bucks. Like, you know, if you're I, stuck I just think at I would find, 200 I, for the Texans, like, you could take five points from him and walk off and be, okay, so be it. The problem is, is I think they have a more likely – chance this week to get you negative points than they do positive yeah but that's and, every and, week and, with houston but the chargers no, got negative but, points but, last week no like, but this this week especially we're not talking about the Chargers. we're talking about houston this week like yeah indianapolis going to want to run the flying shit out of the ball mm-hmm. right that leaves not a lot of opportunity for throwing now there is a possibility but it's a very slim possibility that houston gets up just like they did last week against the sure. patriots and then, you know, Mac Jones had to throw the ball a little bit, right? I, for me, you're talking about the salary savings. I get it. I would rather just go find it somewhere else. And I think the Chargers mm-hmm. at 2,500 is just the lowest. Like, I would rather play defense is very Defense They're is very good. scarce this no, week. No, 100%. Yeah. They are a good defense in a tougher matchup, right? Like, they are a really good defense. So, yes, I totally agree with you on that. I'm just saying, like, we're doing snake draft, right? Like, if I have to pick one, like, I'm just – there's yeah. not much left down here. Like, I'm, no, there's 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 not much in general this week. I, I think uh, the Browns and the honest. Chargers are the sharpest play by far under 3K. Yeah, I think so in too. My opinion. And so I think we wrap it up with that. Cool. Any last words? Any last uh, X factors? Any last bold predictions? Yeah, baseball baseball season is officially over for the three of us. So yep. yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> but, and I'm telling you guys, uh, I'll probably lose a lot this week, but. I'm uh, I'm all in on the Cleveland just absolutely taking Arizona. Out no, I, I love show. that pick, Vinny. Yeah, that's a so. that's a great pick for Arizona's first loss on a banged up Cardinals team. Mullen. All right, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter at Red Zone DFS. You got Vinny Levine twenty nine DFS, <laughs> Joey Levine and JJ McIntosh. My I finally God. got the handle right after a year and a half <laughs> of podcasting. Hey, right, guys, thanks for tuning in and good luck this weekend. Later. Let-